Hi, this is Katherine Gordon for Mainly Matters, and this is the Outdoor Life Channel. Here, we will be interviewing people from around the state about what makes our outdoor resources so incredibly special. I'm so happy to have for our guest today, the first female commissioner of the Department of Inland Fisheries and Wildlife, Judy Camuso. She worked her way to commissioner after starting as an assistant regional biologist in southern Maine after a career at Maine Audubon and later becoming the director of the department's wildlife division. As commissioner, she oversees 300 employees whose job it is to preserve, protect, and enhance the inland fisheries and wildlife resources of the state, as well as promote the safe enjoyment of Maine's outdoors. Welcome, Judy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Catherine, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, it's an honor. Um, the first time that we met in person was um, at the Travis Mills Foundation down in the Belgrade Lakes right. region. And that was actually yeah. uh, one of the last events that I did before right. this horrible pandemic has hit. And yeah, um, I wondered if you could talk a little bit about what, what you're doing to get outside and stay healthy in these times. Yeah, well, I guess the one maybe silver lining of this pandemic is that because a lot of my speaking engagements and public appearances have been canceled, I actually have more time to get outside. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten outside more this past year than I normally ever have the opportunity to. So, um, and, and that's you know, I wonderful. do. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. And it's a, you know, it's, it's how I uh, reset myself. So it's, it's really Absolutely. valuable for me, especially in kind of stressful times. So um, I mean, I, I do all kinds of outdoor activities. I love to look at birds. Um, I like to hike. I like to snowshoe. I do a good deal of hunt. I, I good deal of hunting. I fish, um, quite a bit. I've been fishing most weekends now. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, since we've gotten some ice. So, you know, I, I try and take advantage of like kind of a wide range of, uh, experiences and, um, I'm fortunate that, um, you know, I know a lot of people that like to do similar things. So I have some friends that I can go out with and a lot of times it's just me and my dog. Um, but it's, um, it's a great way to reconnect and reset. And really during a pandemic like this, I, I personally find being outside is a reminder, um, that the natural world is okay, that everything is normal in the natural world. And it kind of reminds me that things will be normal again. That like oh, That's perfectly that, that, said. That's, yeah. Yeah. I do the same thing when I, when I, yeah. you know, have found myself listening to the news too much or getting really upset mm -hmm, just to mm -hmm. go outside and go for a hike or, you know, to yep. go out fishing is just kind of like, okay, you know, everything's going to yeah. be okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When the pandemic first started, I would like go into the grocery store was so stressful for me and just everybody in masked and, yeah. you know, distanced. And there was like this, 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 shelves were all bare and I would have to schedule an hour after any time I went to the grocery store so that I could go for a hike yeah. to decompress and like de-stress. So, I mean, Absolutely. that's, that, you know, that's how I manage my stress very often. And, and I'm exactly the same way. I, I, you know, I, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe anyway. <laughs> so this whole thing has <laughs> right, kind of set yeah. me off onto kind of like yeah. screech mode a little bit. And I yeah, think that sure. a lot of people are feeling uh, very mm -hmm. stressed by it, especially where it's been yeah. a year now. Ugh, I know. And, yeah. um, you know, just for families to get outside and do some of these mm -hmm. activities, I think is really yeah. helpful. And, yeah. and, yeah. and some of my friends have said the same thing as you. Well, we have had more family time together and that, that right. is kind of the good part of it, I right. guess. Yeah, right. sure. So yeah. what is the yeah. IFNW seeing for numbers in terms of people getting outside and, and how do you track that? 
Yeah. So one of my goals as commissioner when I first started here was to try and increase uh, participation rates in all kinds of outdoor activities. And um, and I personally believe that people will protect what they care about. So Absolutely. my goal is to get people outside and get them connected so they care about, you know, fish and wildlife and habitat and then ultimately want to protect those things. So that's been one of my kind of focuses since I started. It's one of our top five, you know, focuses in our strategic plan. Um, but I will say that this pandemic has basically catapulted us uh, forward in that regard. And we've just seen so many people um, participating. And this isn't just in Maine. This is a national, uh, you know, uh, experience. And so many people participating in outdoor activities really at an unprecedented rate that we could not have predicted. Um, and I think a lot of people that went for the first time out for a hike this, you know, this past spring when the pandemic really kind of set in and, you know, people experienced that the parking lots were full, the trailheads were crowded, um, people were using our wildlife management areas and just unprecedented numbers and um, really I think people felt like the outdoors was the one safe place to go, right? So Absolutely. everybody was going outside, even if it was just their backyard or to their local park. But eventually people started, you know, venturing a little further afield. Um, we had record numbers of participation in turkey permits and any deer permits and applicants for the moose lottery and our deer for the first time in like 10 years, people who bought hunting licenses was up both resident and non-resident. We've seen more people fishing, boat registrations, ETV registrations are all up. I mean, um, and it's, yes, fabulous. It I is. mean, honestly, I if I couldn't have, if I, if I could have gotten us to where we are today in eight years, I would have been happy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so now we just have to make sure people are having a good experience, that yes. they're getting outside, that they're connecting, they're safe. And they're loving it. And so make sure they have the tools and the skills they need to be successful so they want to keep doing it. Absolutely. And what what have yeah. you done to like break down barriers and to encourage people? Because those kind of things to get outdoors, right. you know, can be intimidating, especially if you yeah. haven't ever done them before. Right. So we have a whole bunch of um, how-to kind of virtual classes. We've, we've switched gears. I mean, these were things that were all kind of in the works um, before the pandemic, but they just kind of got ramped up during the pandemic. Um, so there's a whole bunch of how to first time if you, you know, how to ice fish. There's a there's a whole piece, you know, um page on our website for the beginnings for how to ice fish and blogs on how to stay warm in the winter. Um, and then so there's a whole series of of those kind of um learning opportunities virtual. So you can you can go on our website, you can watch a YouTube video. Um, or a recorded video. Um, and then, but one of the big things we did, Catherine, was uh, we switched our Hunter Ed class over to an entirely online format. So moving forward, people could, will still be able to take the in-person class once the, you know, once the COVID allows for that. And they'll still be able to do uh, more traditional, like, uh, online course and in-person skill day, if that's what's most comfortable for them, but they'll also be able to do a fully online course. See, that's, so, that's wonderful. Like I, I'm a, yeah. I've always been, you know, an avid hunter and fisherman, but, uh, and I, 
practice with my bow, but I have never taken the right. bow hunter safety course. So I've never actually yeah. bow hunted. So that was right. the thing that interests me. It's like, oh, I can go online right. and get that. So right. I, right. I'm signing up for that, by the way, <laughs> to do that. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So yeah. we so saw, um, we, we went fully online in September and between September and December, we had 7,000 people take wow. Hunter Ed online. Wow. In a normal full year, we have about 3,500 people. And what's so, so we doubled the number of people in, you know, a quarter of the year, but was most interesting to me and the number of women that participate that buy hunting licenses is generally between, it's been steadily creeping up, but it's right now it's like 13 and a half to 14%. And of those 7,000 people who took Hunter Ed online, 37% were women. I, I love to um, see that. So, That's wonderful yeah, to encourage yeah. women. Women and young yep. people to get them outdoors is yep. critical. Yep. Yep. And a lot of the women, a lot of the women commented in particular that they've been, this has been a, a barrier for them was the the requirement to do the in-person class because their schedule just couldn't accommodate that for whatever reason they had kids or family or were still in school and couldn't couldn't deal with that format. So um, we are still offering those more traditional classes. And now we have a whole series of what we call next step programs. So we think of it as like a license to learn. So you have your hunter ed uh, you have your hunter certificate. Um, and so now here are all these other opportunities to continue that learning process to become a successful hunter, because certainly, um, you know, one class does not make, a, you know, a, a skilled or successful hunter. So we have next, we call them next step programs. So things on uh, how to clean your firearm, a safe handling of a firearm, how to gut a deer, how to set up a tree stand, how to track, you know, if you've, if, how to track your deer through the woods how to hunt turkey, how to call in turkey. So there's all these things that That's for a lot of people, um, this format is just more comfortable, feels more safe, is less intimidating. And so really trying to break down those barriers to get more people and um, more diverse people participating. I think when we looked at the numbers for the folks that took Hunter Ed online, over 50% were between the ages of 19 and 35, which is really a target audience for long-term participation. Right. Um, yeah. So we're really happy with that. So, I mean, that's one, one barrier that we, we tried to break down. That's been something we've been working on for about 10 years. So um, I think the, that's fantastic. And I love yeah. that, that all of that is so wonderful. And one yeah. of my favorite things that you guys do are your free fishing, ice fishing days. Mm -hmm. And I know that right. the, the week yeah. that this interview next week when it airs is going to be right in the middle of that. So can you kind of right. talk a little bit about that free ice fishing week? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So we've been, you know, I've been, once the, when the pandemic, you know, like hit, if you will, um, I really thought people are going to need, they're going to need things to do with their families. They're going to need things to do where they can get outside, get a little exercise, get some mental health. So back in the, you know, last year, we actually did, I think, six weeks of no of fishing with no license to try and encourage people, give, give people something to do, particularly when families were first um, struggling with their kids are home, they're online learning, they didn't know if they're going back to school, not going back to school. Right. Um, so we did that. And with, that was really very successful and positive. And we had a lot of, you know, positive feedback around that. So when uh, I'm thinking about this winter, and it's, we're still in this pandemic, and people are feeling isolated, and um, having, you know, it's the darker time of year. So people, I know, struggle more with uh, mental health issues in the winter than they do 
in the summer. So I talked to the governor and I said, you know, what do you think about extending the free fishing weekend to be, you know, basically nine days to try and over February vacation. So families and, you know, kids have uh, increased opportunity to get outside and go ice fishing. And, you know, um, there's no need for a license. So we can remove that barrier for folks that, um, that want to try it. And within less than 24 hours, we've had 2000 people sign up. Oh, that's fantastic. So you have to, you know, you have to register you have to go online and just like put in your name and um, email address or something like that. And um, yeah, in less than 24 hours, we've had 2000 people register. So oh, I'm wonderful. really excited. And most of those people, 70 of those people said they've had a license in the past and that they've been 45 to 8% said that they've been fishing, but they haven't been fishing in a while. And they want to get back to it. So those are the kind of things we're trying to do to kind of just give people an opportunity and remove that barrier so they can go outside, enjoy all of the natural resources that the state has to offer. And uh, just if we can remove one little barrier, then that's good. Oh, it's fantastic. And thank you so much for doing that. And it's, it is such a good, <laughs> you know, family activity and it's really yeah. with 6,000, you know, lakes and ponds and you know it's really lends itself to self distancing yeah you know it's wonderful exactly wonderful you can do it safely you can be outside you most people are you know spread across the lake and it's pond whatever um so it's a really good opportunity to get outside safely still adhere to all the covid um requirements and have fun and catch some fish and you know um eat eat it and you know it's just so many and and we always you know as kids used to make it a big family day you know we take games Mm -hmm. and we'd pop a little tent out there and have food and take our ice skates and grill up some fish yeah just enjoy the whole uh, the whole time of it and Mm -hmm. and where we're talking about ice fishing i just wanted to publicly um thank you and your wardens for coming to the travis mills foundation veterans retreat and listeners if, if you don't know about this place it's an amazing retreat in the belgrade lakes region uh for our country's most critically injured veterans and their families and they come from all over the country and some of them have never even stood on ice before and so it's it's such a thrill for them but they do come with um you know some mobility challenges and without your wardens coming to assist us and taking them from the main building way out into the middle of the lake that program wouldn't run you know they are vital to that program and i just wanted to tell you you know publicly thank you so much for coming and doing that for us Thank you, Catherine. Yeah. I will say that I think, um, you know, I, I think our staff gets more out of it than the veterans. Do, so. <laughs> well, the, the kids, the, you know, the little kids that come to the foundation, they, you know, they know the guys from like Northwoods Law. And they're right. one of the oh, little yeah. guys last year was yeah. like, kept following Chris McCabe around, like, do you need anything? Can I help you? And, you know, the, it was just adorable. You know, you could yeah, see their right. eyes like looking up to these guys. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. it's a great program yeah. yeah we love being able to help with it. oh well we yeah. appreciate you so much yeah. i'm looking forward yeah. to seeing you out there again on the 27th yeah, like that'll, it'll be, weeks yeah it'll be yeah. a lot of fun yeah. uh, now before we close is there any um anything you'd like to um add or tell people where to follow you i like i follow you on instagram oh. and i love yes. seeing like your tagging yeah. of the owls and all of the great <laughs> right. things you do yeah. so how about you give us your social media stuff that would be great catherine if i knew it i think it's judy a camuso i think that's my instagram and um, I think it's just Judy Camuso is just my Facebook. So yeah, you can follow me and on um, um, Instagram or or Facebook as well as the department. I think we're kind of linked. Um, Great. And yeah, and I do think we are also this week hosting or encouraging folks to um, take someone new out ice fishing. And so we have a couple 
little like photo contests. So take a picture of you introducing somebody new and get some prizes. Oh, so, that's great. Um, yeah, yeah. Fun. So that makes no, it a lot I guess. Yeah, I guess, you know, I would just close by thanking you for uh, inviting me and trying to encourage people to get outside and enjoy all of the natural resources that the state has to offer and um, try something new, you know, try if you've never gone snowshoeing, try snowshoeing. We, the department has, we have a ton of stuff up on our website for kind of how to stay safe and, and how to do all these different activities. So take advantage of those resources and um, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're interested in any of the next step programs or the how to webinars, and we have, uh, we have a, like a, um, fishing panel, a fishing law panel tomorrow virtually. So you can learn about the fishing laws and that stuff all they're live in the moment. So you can, you know, watch them on YouTube, but then they're recorded so that you can, people can watch them later too. So there's look, you know, follow our YouTube channel as well. Thank you so much, Judy, for being here. Seriously, it's such an honor. And I'm looking so forward to ice fishing on the 27th with you guys. It's, it'll be great fun. And and listeners, if you would like to learn more about our upcoming guests and events, you can follow my guiding page called My Main Guide Life, which is on both Instagram and Facebook. And this season has been sponsored by a great Maine outdoor company, Rogue Life Maine. Check out all their wonderful clothing and gear at shop dot roguewear.com and you can use the code outdoors10 for 10% off. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to all the recalibrated warriors at the Travis Mills Foundation. Uh, I love those guys up there. Uh, if you would like to donate, volunteer, or learn more, go to travismillsfoundation.org. And also, please check out the other great channels available here at mainlymatters.com. Thank you for listening, Maine. Keep the faith and we'll keep celebrating the wonderful people found here. Thank you.